Hello friends, welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson and I am editor-in-chief of MavsMoneyball.com. You are joining me on Friday, May the 6th, and the Dallas Mavericks play the Phoenix Suns for Game 3 at home a little later tonight at 8.30 p.m., but I wanted to come and talk to you a little bit before the game started and draw your attention to a few things around the internet that I thought were really good. Uh, I've not gotten able, uh, I've not been able to sink my teeth into too much audio content lately, um, just because I'm there's just so much, and so I'm honestly a little behind. So I don't have any good podcast to point you to. But before I uh, touch on a couple of really good Mavs Moneyball pieces, I wanted to point you in the direction of a bright side of the sun.com feature written by John, Vo- I think his name is Voita, um, and it's a sort of, it, it, it's explaining how, what the sun, what he calls the sun's deploying the quote Luca rules to hamper the uh, Mavericks effectiveness. Basically, he, it's a play off the Jordan rules, um, which is really a fantastic book. I recommend everyone go check out. And he breaks down what the suns have done through two games to really wear Luca down. Um, it's, it's just, it's really incredible work. It's going to be the first link in the post and it's, I, I think he's right. Also, I, I, all of his conclusions and the things that the Suns have done through two games as the game wears on and what they're changing is really neat. Um, neat insofar as if you appreciate, uh, you know, tactics and strategy, less neat if you're super dependent on the Mavericks winning, but, you know, making sense of the fact that the Suns are, a far superior team talent-wise while also executing better is really, really something. Um, it's it's just something I appreciated reading. Um, then I want to talk about a couple of pieces also linked in the show notes from MavsMoneyBall.com. Uh, Matthew Phillips uh, woke up this morning and wrote about the adjustments that he thinks the Mavericks needs to make. Um, the first one that he pointed to is the very obvious and incredibly frustrating adjustment of Dwight Powell not starting. The Mavericks have just gotten blown off the floor uh, when Powell plays. It's <laughs> The numbers are actually quite stark. Uh, and Matthew gets into sort of what's happening and why, along with, uh, you know, the fact that he thinks that Josh Green also shouldn't play. So <laughs> when Matthew's talking about limiting these, these two, you know, arguably key rotation players and basically saying they shouldn't receive any more minutes. It's he just, he makes a compelling case though. I'm not entirely sure I agree with him. I, I recommend going to read it. Um, and then our, our own Doyle Raider uh, also woke up this morning and turned in a post based off of a lot of what um, the Mavericks had to say in post game. And it's a piece called the Mavericks have their backs against the wall as the series shifts to Dallas and this is this is an important thing. Like the an O two hole, I want to say that the record is something insane. Like one hundred and ten of one hundred and sixteen teams that have gotten that have started up O two have won the series uh, in in conference semifinals or something like that. It's really brutal. The Mavericks are as close to dead as they possibly can be, um, with a small chance. Three O. I I just I don't even know what the what the deal is. Um, then on uh, you know dmagazine.com, our guy is Talk Franco and Mike Pellucci wrote about what it was like to watch the game and then what it felt like to watch the game between what they saw and what they felt like. I'm liking these pieces. You know they're they're short uh, and they're solid and they're they're good kind of uh, you know 
kind of summary of what's happening in the series. The last thing that, that I liked was a late afternoon piece on Thursday from Brad Townsend saying it, it's, it's headlined Suns in four. As this series shifts to Dallas, so does the pressure. Will the Mavericks respond? And it's, you know, it's one of Brad's obviously well, um, well put together reported pieces talking about, you know, what the Mavericks are, are up against. And it's also linked in the show notes. And it was something that, that I really like. Um, you know, he has a quote in here from Reggie Bullock. We've just got to keep wearing them down. There are two guys that do a lot for their team. We have guys that definitely can guard these guys, but it's going to take a team effort to maybe contain them. I don't know if I agree with Reggie, but I like the peace. I like the confidence. Um, the Suns are obviously very, very confident, and the rightfully so. But the Mavericks, uh, you know, they, they got to win four times. And they're back at home, and Luka Doncic has not played that many home Mavericks games. So it's very it's very important that they go ahead and, and, and try to and, and really take one back. Um, winning one is the first step. And, you know, as I've had time to sort of think about both my immediate post-game reaction with Josh Bowe on Wednesday night, and then, you know, we hosted a very long Spotify Live, one of the things that I, I just find myself kind of increasingly frustrated by is the notion that we cannot talk about uh, two paths and things that are very important to Dallas simultaneously. The first path is that for the Mavericks to progress in their chase for a second championship, the front office and free agency and the draft, all of these things have to change, okay? That is a given. What Donnie Nelson left this team with and what Cuban allowed Donnie Nelson to leave this team with is incredibly frustrating. There can be an argument made for just about every decision Dallas went with from 2018 after they drafted Luka and Brunson forward. But the simple fact is that not enough of these moves have worked between free agency, between draft, between trading for Chris Stapps for Zingas. Uh, between 2018 and 2021, not a lot worked very well. Uh, with the you know exit of Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle, there's been like the slow trickle of information from a variety of sources. Some of the, some of it, whether you know Haralabov Vulgaris, some of it being kind of unnamed. Or, you know, some of it, just, just the new front office as they try to dance around saying the fact that things aren't great. Um, the Mavericks are in a little bit of a, a challenge. I don't want to say they're in trouble because you have Luka Doncic, but they're in a not great place. And so moving forward, we just have to acknowledge that fact and talk about it with the particular um, caveats and understanding of where the Mavericks have to go and just how difficult it is to get there. So you can talk about that on the one hand. The other thing that you can talk about, and this is the thing that I'm sort of vehemently frustrated by our fan base, is when Luka Doncic and Jalen Brunson, really Luka Doncic is probably the only one who is guaranteed to be a Maverick three years from now. Guaranteed. I've had some weird comments where people are like, oh, well, Luka can force himself to another team. I, he is on the front. He hasn't yet started his five-year, really a four-year extension. So I just, I don't, I don't agree with that. But... The thing that that we need to talk about is that Luka Doncic can still improve. Luka Doncic can get in better shape. He must get in better shape. He has to if he wants to play a forty percent usage type game, 
if he want and and understands that he's going to get targeted on defense, the next step for him is to get an absolutely supreme shape. This series of comments seems to drive people crazy because I I, I guess it, it's from what I'm gathering, people are really worried that criticism of Luca is going to push Luca away from wanting to be here. Guys, I just don't think we're there yet. If Luka Doncic is this susceptible to criticism from people talking on the internet, then he's not the guy we thought he was. But here's the deal. I guarantee you Luka doesn't give a shit what I say. He doesn't give a shit what Nick Wright says. He wants to go out and win games. He wants to win games. So for us to state some things about what we think that he and the Mavericks need to do shouldn't make you or it shouldn't make you know a, a significant portion of the fan base that upset at the commentary, okay? Because I still lean on what my friend Adam Mara said last night, which was, um, or two nights ago, excuse me, which was that he thinks this is an inflection moment for the Mavericks and for Luca, where he'll come back in a different mindset and a different body and ready to kick some ass. Because Luca is an incredible basketball player. This is not a question, but. Of the two things that that are are that the Mavericks need to improve upon, one the team building, and two Luca figuring out what way he can best help the Mavericks actually win playoff series. The thing that is under his control is his specific game. So asking for more from him is something that I I'm afraid we're going to have to do. I do get that people think that it's not fair that when we're talking about this, it's like a power rankings. Of, of Mavericks grievances and that one thing outranks the other. All of these things are intertwined. You know, the Mavericks are really placed to do very well because Luka Doncic is incredible, but they all, they're going to need him to be in unbelievable shape. And he's going to need the Mavericks to figure out some of this team building stuff. <sighs> we'll talk about this more in the summer. Hopefully the Mavericks come up tonight and, and get a first uh, win in the conference semifinals. That would be really, really nice. And also getting a home win, which is something that, that we've not seen near enough of the last several years. Josh and I will be back later tonight. We'll probably do another Spotify Live afterwards. Um, please hit me up if you uh, have any questions or comments or if you just want to talk about you know a little bit of what we've discussed today. This has been Kirk Henderson, Editor-in-Chief of MavsMoneyBall.com, and I hope you have a good Friday. Go Mavs, and we'll see you tonight.